Seven Effective Strategies to Combat Fear and Anxiety, episode number 51. Hi, I'm Clarinda, and you are listening to the Feel Light Mind and Body podcast, created for women like you. Women who are experiencing success in so many areas of life, but are struggling with weight loss, stress eating, and decreased energy. Losing weight can feel hard, heavy, and restrictive. That's why every week I will be offering you a different perspective, tips, encouragement, and a unique approach so that you can feel lighter in your mind and body rather than feeling deprived, frustrated, or discouraged. What if you could feel free yet in control around food for the rest of your life? What if you could enjoy your experience of losing weight and getting healthier? You absolutely can. You're in the right place. Take this time for yourself and let's dive in. Welcome to another empowering episode of the Feel Light Mind and Body podcast. Today, we're diving deep into the often avoided topic of fear and anxiety. It's common to resist these uncomfortable emotions, but as we'll discover, resisting them only makes things harder. You're not alone in feeling this way. Many of us have asked ourselves, what's wrong with me? Why does everyone else seem to have it together? and not me. Fear and anxiety are like uninvited guests at a party. The more we resist them, the longer they stay. It's like trying to push a beach ball underwater. It takes a lot of effort, and it keeps popping back up. But what if there was a better way? What if we could allow these emotions without losing control? Let's explore seven practical strategies to help you navigate these difficult waters. Tip 1. Be willing to allow your thoughts. The first strategy is to be willing to let your thoughts surface without judgment. Find a quiet, comfortable space where you won't be disturbed. I like to set the mood with a cozy throw, a flickering candle or two, and soft instrumental music. These preparations help create a space for introspection. Start with 5 to 10 slow, deep breaths, allowing your body to relax. This is crucial because it activates your problem-solving brain rather than the primal one. Remember, you have about 60,000 thoughts a day, and you can choose which ones to focus on. The goal is to activate your parasympathetic nervous system, which is the calm and composed state. This shift will move you away from the fight, flight, or freeze mode of the sympathetic nervous system. Tip 2. Journal your emotions. Our next strategy involves journaling. Grab a journal or a blank piece of paper and a pen. Gently ask yourself, how am I feeling? Try to identify the real emotion beneath the surface. For instance, you might think you're anxious, but the underlying feeling could be fear or shame. Write it all down without fear of judgment, because no one else needs to see this. Remember, you can always tear it up, burn it, or hide it away. Then ask, what am I thinking that's creating this feeling? Let that pen flow. Write freely. You'll be tempted to edit your words to sound better or try to make them neat or use proper grammar. But hear me, that's not allowed right now, as it will activate the analytical part of your brain, and we want the creative part to be lit up. Fill as many pages as needed, and when you think you're done, ask yourself, what else? What else? What a relief you're going to feel simply by dumping all of these feelings out on paper. 
Now, this is just part of the process. I have a full section on this alone in my Feel Light Mind and Body program, but it's a great start. This process will help you release pent-up feelings. Tip three, challenge your thoughts. Moving on to our third strategy, we challenge our thoughts. In your journal, take a look at the thoughts you've written down. Many of them might seem dramatic, and that's entirely normal. What's essential is that you don't let them control you. You don't have to explore every thought. That would take forever and be exhausting. Focus on examining the thoughts that make you feel uncomfortable. Ask, is this really true? And what else might be true? Always answer your own questions, even if it's just a guess. Tip four, choose your focus intentionally. Once you've identified those thoughts, it's time to make intentional choices about where to direct your focus. Please understand that this doesn't mean the other thoughts are gone. Believing that you have to completely eliminate them will leave you feeling frustrated as you would have to remove the primal part of your brain to do so. They're still there, but you're choosing to give more airtime to thoughts that generate a slightly better or lighter feeling. Feelings are just vibrations in your body, and you can change them by choosing to focus on more empowering thoughts that are believable and true. That is a skill that you can develop into one of your superpowers. I've had a ton of experience in doing so, especially over the past 10 years. Tip five, move your energy. Feelings often manifest physically in our bodies. As I mentioned, they are essentially vibrations in your body. Imagine where you feel stress, fear, or anxiety physically. Do you have a tense jaw, tightness in your neck and shoulders, restless legs, low back pain? Often these feelings are constrictive. So let's move that energy. It can be as simple as a walk around your house, pounding a pillow, or even a three-minute dance party to an upbeat song. If you've been part of one of my release sessions, you may have experienced the freeing power of using a foam pool noodle and pounding a surface with it. While doing so, you can yell out everything you're thinking and feeling, or simply have music playing and pound on the beats. Maybe a great start for you in lifting your mood is setting your phone alarm to go off at a time when you usually feel a slump and have a three-minute dance party. One upbeat song and dancing like no one is watching can feel amazing and fun. Now, if you do this and you didn't feel like you could do tip number two before, grab your journal and get your thoughts and feelings out of your head. Ask for divine guidance or ask permission from a friend to see if you can talk it out with them. These actions can help uplift your mood and release pent-up energy. It's an essential part of your inner self-care that I talked about in last week's 50th episode. It's called Discover True Self-Care. It's not what you think. That would be a great one for you to listen to right after this. Tip six, limit social media exposure. Our sixth strategy involves being mindful of your social media usage. If scrolling through your feed increases your anxiety or worry, it's time to take a break. Consider this challenge. Replace half of your social media time with something more uplifting. After all, your anxiety doesn't change the world's problems. Instead, focus on what you can do today to make a positive difference in your immediate circle. Limit the frequency of updates. You feeling anxious isn't helping to stop the bombings and unrest across the world. But please note, these tips on fear and anxiety aren't meant to be interpreted as, 
only think positive thoughts. Turn your negative thoughts into positive ones. No, it's normal to think and feel negative thoughts about these atrocities. I don't want to change these thoughts. It's terrible and devastating. What I'm saying is we need to take care of ourselves by allowing and processing all that we are thinking and feeling so we can show up for ourselves and others within our control. I will still pray for all involved, but then I come back to what can I do today to make the world a better place? How can I add value to those in my circle today that I'm blessed to serve? When Israel was first being bombed, I knew a woman who I've heard speak a few times in person who went live from Israel asking for prayer for her and her husband to be able to get flights back home to their children. I felt their uncertainty, yet partnered with her faith and asking and believing for a way out for them. I followed her for a few days because I felt compelled to pray as they were rerouted because of certain airports being hit, hence flights were canceled. Once they were safely back in the U.S., I took a break from the news and focused on what was ahead for me. I had an unexpected and stressful court day on Friday and then a plan to bring my mom down for three days from Saturday to Monday. She has dementia, so if you've had experience with that, you know it requires added care, patience, and energy to give them the most loving and safe experience possible. This past week, We've collectively been dealing with the devastating brutality and senseless mass shooting in Maine. Even though I live in Canada, Maine is our neighbor. The 18 people killed and at least 13 injured happened only four and a half hours away from me. Trust me, my brain catastrophized immediately, and I took action in checking in with my family and friends who live within the 30 to 45 minute radius. As I record this, two days later, well, almost by this evening, the shooter is still on the loose. I can't imagine the uncertainty, anxiety, and fear for the residents and surrounding areas. It's normal for our heart rates to increase when we hear things like, the officials are questioning if he may have crossed the border into Canada. We don't know. That's why I deviated from this episode's planned topic, because I felt this was needed now. I'm practicing these tips, and I hope for your peace of mind, you will too. And lastly, tip seven, be mindful of your capacity. It's essential to be aware of your capacity. Don't let guilt override your reasoning about how much you can give. Understand that what you choose to focus on can either amplify your pain or calm your mind. The choice is yours. If you can't change something, then accepting it is your best option. Because if you try to argue with reality, it will still win 100% of the time. It doesn't mean that we have to like it. If you're in a position to be able to impact it, then please do. Every day there's fighting and killing in this world. It's sad. It's atrocious. You can still think that and feel the emotions. But please balance it out with ways to calm your nervous system. Because if you get sick, that won't help a thing. These seven tips aren't an exclusive list. There's simply a few for you to consider and then choose one or more to apply. To quickly recap, what we resist persists. Resistance is our inability to just let go and be with what is, to surrender and allow the emotions to be there and take their course. So if you're not going to resist feeling all the emotions, how can you allow them without losing control? The process you will use may very well look different from anyone else, and that's okay. 
What I'm offering you doesn't necessarily have to be done even in this order. Start with what you think you can do first, and then your trust in yourself and the practice will grow. Yes, like anything else, this takes practice, so be patient. Notice how much time you're spending on social media. What if this week you replaced half that time with being in nature, reading your favorite comforting passages of scripture or other literature that is uplifting to your spirit and evokes peace and hope? I'd love to know which tip you're going to try. Share it with me. And remember to pass this episode on to someone who could use a dose of empowerment, hope, and motivation. I'm here for you. If you would like to know how you can work with me one-on-one and how that will help you feel lighter in your mind and body, then simply click on the free 20-minute virtual consult and choose the time that fits your schedule. If these options don't work, then fire me a message and we'll find a time that does. Take good care of yourself this week and hug those who are near and dear to you. And I'm sending you right now a big virtual hug filled with so much love. Can you feel it? Now, do yourself the biggest favor. From love, take at least one action step from what you learned today. Knowledge without application won't give you the results that you desire. Let me know on Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn, wherever, what you are choosing to do and when. And yes, please leave a podcast review wherever you are listening to this. When people read your words and can see themselves in them, then you are contributing to women empowering other women. And that feels amazing. You just might change or save a life today.